stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Now it's time to react. This is Pack Attack on ESPN Wisconsin. Here is Rodgers with time. A bunch of it. End zone shot. Adams goes up and gets it. Touchdown Green Bay. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Going deep. And the catch is made. Marquez Valdez scampling. is going to scamper into the end zone. And that's a Packer touchdown. Join the conversation on the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line. 800-990-3776. Now broadcasting live with Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher, here's Homer. Yes, this is Pack Attack, and I am Homer, and I feel like it's the 1980s, and Forrest Gregg is your Packer head coach, and Randy Wright ah. is at quarterback. Ah, come on. Is that Tausch? Yeah, that's crazy mean, talk. No, come it isn't. That, that's what this game was like. It doesn't mean that this team is like that team, but this is what those games were like. I predicted, look it up on Twitter, how early in the game, they're losing this game. Now, this team performed today like a Forrest Gregg coach team with Randy Wright at quarterback. You want to know what Aaron Rodgers' quarterback rating was? Have you checked? I have. I know exactly what it was. Yeah, what was it? 36.8. That, ladies and gentlemen, let's check Randy Wright's quarterback rating early in the season when uh, under Forrest Gregg they got beat like the first five weeks all like 38-3. and three. This does not mean the team is that bad. This means today they performed like a Forrest Gregg team with Randy Wright at quarterback, and you and I and nobody on the planet Earth thought it was possible to be yeah. that bad. Homer, I think, I don't know if you have a poll. Uh, is this the worst you've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play quarterback? In my memory is bad. I'll defer to you, but uh, I uh, The only so, yeah. one that pops at me is that, remember they played out in Denver. I don't know how many years ago, and he had 98 yards passing. And I thought, boy, I don't think you'll ever see a game where Aaron has plays that poorly. And I think tonight probably is right there. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there yeah. is a handful of games he maybe he's played where I don't think he's played a worse game than he did tonight. And I have no worries about him whatsoever. Zero. None. None. I have no worries about Aaron Rodgers. I tell you who None. I got worries about, and now everybody's going to join my club. I've been oh, talking I about know. it for two months. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I sucked when I was with Detroit. I sucked when I was with the Redskins, and Matt Lafleur still hired me, and I sucked today. The name okay. is Joe Barry. So I get, and now uh, the discussion will begin. Go ahead. I get it. I get it, and I think it was. You know, obviously with the Rodgers saga unfolding all offseason, that storyline was never really in the in play because so much of the oxygen was Aaron Rodgers related. And the defense stunk today. I can't sit here and say anything different. But we look at this, and the Green Bay Packers are, with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, 
they are anytime they score three points, don't get caught up in the weeds on the other stuff. That is your story. You can say Joe Barry stinks and he's had one game. All that can be, that's a part of it too. But if you're asking me what was more likely to happen today, Green Bay giving up 38 or Green Bay scoring three, I tell you there's no way. I'd have bet whatever you wanted that Green Bay wasn't going to score only three points. I wasn't sure. No, I, 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 didn't, I would not have guessed that New Orleans would score 38, but I didn't think they were going to shut New Orleans out. But for Green Bay to only score three points, let's not get caught up in all the other stuff because it's always easy to spin it. And because you just said, and I agree with you, I ain't worried about Aaron Rodgers. The offense today felt like the last year of Mike McCarthy as head coach. That's what it felt like to me watching. Nobody's open. Oh, what are we doing? It seemed like it was just, it was nothing like we saw last year. There was nothing easy, nobody wide open. And I know you always love my opening statement. Well, here it is. It, nothing was easy. So I don't know. I give Sean Payton and his staff a ton of credit. They ate Matt LaFleur and their staff, including Joe Barry's lunch. They ate it, and they didn't even bother recycling. They said, the heck with it. I'm good. You pick it up. We'll leave you in this, and then you guys handle it. We're going to eat your lunch. We're going to throw your wrappers on the ground, and you pick it up and clean up after yourselves. That's what happened today. Keep going. But that's all I needed I to say. We'll I get into all more. the reasons for what. We'll get into the reasons why I think it happened. But I'll tell you, the O line. I knew it was going to be a struggle. I was. I, I've not been. I, I still think this is going to be a good O line when David comes back. The O line got whooped. I, I don't. I don't know anybody that could sit here and say they didn't. I don't know how many times Aaron got sacked. Maybe one or two. Uh, pressure in his face. He never looked comfortable. And the running game was not good. You didn't stick with it. You didn't try it. It didn't work. And with Matt LaFleur's offense, if you're not going to run the ball, all that window dressing and all that stuff that he's so good at, completely out the window today. Completely. So it's this was a systematic beating. Everybody involved. General manager, well, organization. Offense, defense, special teams. I can't believe. No, who do you put? Come on, who do you think didn't get outplayed today? The punter was spectacular. The punter, you know, you're not giving the punter his props. The one that is average. I'm not giving the punter. Hey, you're not. Hey, okay. I ain't giving the punter props. No, he had a 44 yard average. Great. All right, that's that's average in this league. So, again, anytime you're talking punter, it was Homer. This was a systematic. (laughs) beatdown of epic proportions that I didn't see coming. I get the preseason bit. I understand all that. Obviously, the Saints played their guys because they had a quarterback competition. All of the stuff that people are going to talk about. But this was offensive line to me is the starting point. They were really? not good. Why and then you can I look at all that. Because, you, Homer, again, the, the story all week is going to be you gave up 38. Your defense isn't very good. Joe Barry this. And I get it. Understand it. But, Homer, again, answer my question. What are you more yes. surprised by, three points or 38? Uh, well, no, I'm definitely more surprised by three. I think that uh, I don't – I mean, I, it's hard to determine what other people are going to do. But the big story 
uh, nationally is going to be Aaron Rodgers sucking after all that occurred yeah. in the offseason and the assumption that, you see, the, is there a connection? Even if you don't think there's a connection, that's going to be the lead story in the NFL uh, among the losses and the bad things. It is. Uh, with an offseason of however you want to describe it, he plays like this. Is there a connection? That question or a statement will be the number one topic about the Green Bay Packers. And Barry, uh, Barry should actually take Aaron Rodgers out to dinner because there'll be a general pass on Barry because, as you just stated, the performance of the offense oh, uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers is by far Homer, a significantly greater story. A national Homer, stuff. You, I don't get know. A lo- you get a lot of text messages, I'm sure, during games from buddies and from fans. I, you I get actually tweets. don't. I just get Twitters. Yeah. The vast majority of text messages that I had with different chats, it was Joe Barry. It was this. Yeah. Uh, yes, there was some Rodgers. Okay. This was Joe Barry. And my point is, yes, it stunk. I, I, I don't know how you can spin it any other way, but you don't tackle. You haven't done anything in the preseason. That's a whole mm-hmm. other deal. I, I, I'm not fighting that because I want my guys healthy. I want to come into Jacksonville, New Orleans, wherever, with my guys. I think there's a lot. There's obviously a lot of things that didn't go right, but offensively to be this poor after mm-hmm. what we saw last year with everybody back but Corey Lindsley, is Corey Lindsley the player of the game? Is that what is the big thing? Because I don't no. think that's the case. I was going to ask Homer, you. I this didn't think the offensive line up, was that bad. You had you, well, you know what? Fifteen carries for forty-three yards. Maybe it's the play calling. I'm not sitting here. The O-line didn't get the job done today. Well, I Too agree, much pressure but, in like, the face. Really? Because generally when there was any pressure last year especially, there was somebody open to throw to. We had no, well, nobody open to throw to. This You mentioned well, last year, McCarthy. This reminded me of two years ago with Rodgers when no one was open and he was still able to create things. But I'm not saying the offensive line was, was great, but there were offensive line breakdowns. They... They and I would ask you this, but it seemed to me they played exactly the way Tampa Bay did. They had a four-man pressure, and that's all they did. And it looked like they had twelve people all around. There were players everywhere, but I don't think they didn't blitz at all. They they used to me exactly no, the same system that Tampa did. No, but there's a three-man rush that got home, and it's more about the offensive line from a run-blocking standpoint because. Again, Matt LaFleur deserves a ton of blame, and I would He didn't even to try say, to run. He didn't even try uh, to run. That's my point. That's my point. Other than when point. Dylan and got I'm 12 guessing, yards and two carries and then never hey, ran after that on that. Yeah. I'm guessing when people, uh, re- the reporters ask questions, he's going to take onus. It's going to be his game plan stunk. He got outcoached by Sean Payton. And the fact he didn't stick with the run and give it a fair shot is the reason we're in this situation. Yeah, I, I would bet he Aaron had like, Rogers, I'm looking reason, at five or six. Yeah. The reason five or that six runs the in offense, the first 25 plays. Something like that. Yeah, Go ahead, it sorry. was way too pass happy. And yeah. I understand Matt LaFleur loves matchups, and New Orleans was shredded in the back end. They're trading guys that are suspended. They're, they're picking people up and, and cutting. Latavius Murray gets cut. They're doing everything they can just to get enough bodies back there. So, of course, if you're LaFleur and Hackett, you're saying, let's get after it. We got a receiving core we like. Let's go. And what your base, your, your offense is based off of the Kyle Shanahan, 
Sean McVay, run the football, get those wide-open looks because you're selling play-action pass. None of that was in play today, and I think that's another reason. So you could put this at the doorstep of a lot of guys, and Aaron Rodgers is going to take the brunt of it, and you know what? He's the starting quarterback, and he did not play well. But this is a Matt yeah. LaFleur. I think Matt LaFleur dropped the ball, and Sean Payton and their staff ate Green Bay's lunch today. Yeah, you've convinced me. It's on LaFleur. I mean, it's not yeah. even close because because he got totally outcoached, and then he also hired Joe Barry. He did. So, um, but, yes, yeah, given was, all the uh, – all- there's, Yeah, there's no way you can look at this. And Matt LaFleur, to his credit – will 100% take the onus on him, and he deserves to take the onus because for as much as we glorified and said how great, and he has been a fantastic coach, today was not his best day. Yeah. You got any more? Oh, you were going to give us the whys. You were going to give us the whys. I look forward to that. No, I got into it. I just did. Uh, You don't run the football. You put your offensive line in a position to not succeed. Your offense that's predicated on doing all this stuff, you you start turning into a five-step and seven-step drop team with no play action and no threat of a running game. Just not good. And then some routes, I think timing-wise, you package this whole thing up. I think this Matt LaFleur is the first guy that you probably look at and say, this just wasn't good enough. And Sean Payton, kudos to you because they ran the ball 40 times, 173 mm-hmm. yards. You didn't let Jameis Winston beat five touchdowns, zero picks. 130. He almost beat Aaron by 100 points in quarterback rating. I don't know what kind of odds you'd have gotten in Vegas on that, but I went to touched it, and I went to made a nickel. Well, I was going to say that uh, what occurred in the U.S. Open by the female winner of the uh, singles, uh, which is not possible. It happened, but it's just not possible. Uh, Then this may have even trumped that. Because this would not have seemed possible. Uh, by the way, and I know we're not talking tennis, U.S. Open, stop scheduling games. Don't do your championship on the first weekend of the NFL season. Do it on Labor Day weekend. What are you thinking? Well, no, that's the way they've always done it. I'll, I'll give you the history uh, of it. Uh, hey, so it was always it on work. CBS. And C- it. It's, no, it's worked hey. fine. It's worked fine. No, it doesn't work. No, CBS carried it. They ran one football game this weekend, yeah. and the 3 o'clock hey, game over. would have tennis instead of football, and it was great. It's over. What? Lead well, into your Monday night on? football game with it then. Lead, if you're going to do that, lead into your Monday night football game, but just be smart. Put it on Labor Day. Put it on the Monday of Labor Day. Period. Be done. Mm, all right. That's as much time as tennis deserves because it's a sad yeah, day for the history of tennis. Could have been a grand slam, and instead uh, it did not happen. So, All right, to the Packers, they lost 38-3. to I'll often say that it was worse than that or better than that. That was the perfect score for this game, 38-3. to That was fitting. It's about what it felt like. I can't remember the last yeah, time I don't... the Packers played a game and there's 12 minutes left, and I'm going, wow, what am I going to do the last 12 minutes? Let's well, there was intrigue, order. though. You know, everybody was looking at it and saying, Jordan Love's going to get his snaps. Can he lead this team down the field? And I don't think there's anybody thinking, but I got a couple of funny text messages. One was, is Rogers' job in jeopardy? Thought that was funny, kind of clever. That is good. But Mm -hmm. here's the deal. And I know we're going to take calls and people are going to be pissed, and I get it. I think if you're, as a Packers fan, 
If you're not I incredibly disappointed with this effort, that's it's just completely unacceptable. But right. we still got 16 weeks, and I don't think no, anybody over I, there. I have moved now, on, other than wishing that yeah, people good. then start to look at Joe Barry. No, this when you talk about one where you throw the tape away, and I don't know if that actually ever existed and actually ever applied. But yeah, this one just throw it away. They're not this uh, no, bad. It's I, I not mean, who I they think, are. I think you watch it. You, you try okay. to figure some things out. But why? Why did it happen? And if I'm Matt Lafleur, the first thing I say is, I didn't stick with the run. It was a, and I think you, yeah. you panicked a little bit. You got into you know trying to wing it all over the place because, and I firmly believe it was because of matchups, which I like. He is mm-hmm. not a. I'm going to get 80 carries. I'm going to get 60 carries a game. If the matchups dictate what I'm going to do, do it. But then when it's not working, don't abandon it. And I felt like he abandoned the opportunity to run the football tonight. Yeah, you got more. I feel like you got more. That's it. All right, that's I, it I for don't now. because this I is... think I honestly think on the defensive side of it, you're going to get after him. Uh, my biggest concern coming into this season, other than that interior O line for the first six weeks, which I was concerned about, mm-hmm. was pass rush, and pass rush was not good tonight. And how many times Not did the, the defensive end, Zedarius, or I can't remember who else it was, get sucked inside and they just had this wide open lane to run the ball? Um, I mean, their run defense have been bad in various games again with Petten, so it's not like it, that it didn't occur in other games. But um, All right, uh, 1-800-990-3776. This is one of those games where you can call and say whatever you want. You will not be held responsible for anything you say. This year, you're allowed to just do and say whatever you want. Tausch may not agree, and he may have a higher standard than I do. But I feel like we serve right now as a release valve. Correct. Um, you know, the, yep. the, the, the furnace is just blown. Okay? So, you know, you just, you just have to adjust and accept that the furnace is blown, and then you just kind of you let the steam go, and you you do certain things. Not that I would actually know the 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 exact parts that I'm talking about, but uh, you just kind of let it go, and you have to because it's just not a normal situation. I mean, I don't. I would ask, and my, granted, my memory's poor, so I'll defer. I can't remember the last game like this. Somebody said uh, San Francisco in the. Uh, NFC Championship game a couple years ago, but I maybe, uh, but as a regular season nah, game, this I don't, is worse. This was worse. worse. Okay, yeah. From a just yeah. from a just getting whooped standpoint, yeah. That's I mean, there was no good point of the game, was there? Maybe the the pass by Love to Cobb. I don't, what, what what was was there one positive point in the no, game? No, I mean a play? the only thing was when Savage made that pick and that garbage pass interference. You kind of thought. Here could be the spark. End of the half, the drive that uh, Aaron and yep. the offense put together. But the rest of it, offensively, this is a dumpster file. Uh, just completely blah. Nothing. You oh, can't I, You know what was the best play of the game? The best play of the game to me was the, the sack attempt by Zadarius Smith. That was such a perfect hit. That is what they should show to all NFL players. This is what you're supposed to do. And, of course, they gave him a flag on that. But I, I thought that was the best fundamental play yeah. of any Packer the whole game. Man, what a perfect hit. Well, now Savage made a better play than uh, Smith. That was a great play by Savage. Yeah, that's true. All right. 
Uh, 1-800-990-3776. I'll, I'll take second place. That's plus you got a penalty on it. 1-800-990-3776. There are no rules on what you can say other than if it bothers Tausch. This is Pack Attack. Uh, I, I mean, it's a good, to me, a good poll question. Did you watch the game to the end? Did you watch the game one. all the way to the end? There's, if I'm not doing the show, there's no way. I would have left with about... Uh, I mean, you kind of wanted to see if Jordan Love's going to play. I'd, I, without Jordan Love, I'd have left with like 10 minutes. I'd say six minutes left. He played a little bit. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, six minutes, I'm gone. I mean, what's to watch? But I mean, There are great fans that probably stayed until the very end. It It... When he took when he put Love in, it was like it become a, a, a exhibition game. Like they show Rogers and there's Devonte Adams right next to him, going, "Oh, they just gone exhibition on us." And uh, at the running back position too. One eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. What will be said next on Pack Attack? More Pack Attack coming up on ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to Pack Attack with Homer and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Yeah, that's the last highlight we're playing. When I I, I, uh, I don't know what the rule is in Packer Deck, but they're no more. I'm, I don't want to hear them anymore. I already lived it once. I don't need to hear the highs. There's no Packer highlight, right? There's not a single one. We're not gonna. Yeah, not I gonna got one. Fe- oh. No, I got one. You got one? Yeah, I got one that I loved, and I tweeted about it. Elton Jenkins. First off, I think he answered a lot of questions at left tackle. I thought he was really good again. Peace. Made a great tackle on the one of the worst picks I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers throw down in the red zone. Yeah. He just, yeah. it's so, like, it's, you're just shocked. He just, that's yeah. not what he does. And when he did it, what a tackle. Elton shed his guy and made a fantastic tackle. I know people aren't going to care, but I loved that. I thought that was fantastic. Good, but I don't think that uh, in terms of the highlights from the game. No, that's I, a highlight. Uh, that, I didn't, no, that's that, a highlight. That is for you. I didn't. I didn't. Oh no, it is. No, but I don't know that we have the tape of it. Now, for anybody that likes offensive line tackling, it was a highlight, and I'm <sighs> one of those guys. Yeah, but that's because you're an offensive lineman. Nobody has ever no. given one thought in their entire life to an offensive lineman tackling. You know when they would, if they took a pick six, and instead Elton Jenkins sheds a ta- sheds a blocker, makes a tackle. Yeah, then you'll care well, about let me, it. All right, no, no, not in this game. Let me ask you: If he hadn't made the tackle, what difference would it have made in the game? Zippo? No. Nah, now in some games, nah. you're right. None, none. And but but I think it's good. I think it's good to notice that you have a you don't have a slight bias. You have a huge bias. Is well, you should. I do. Yeah. Off, offensive linemen are underappreciated, and uh, yeah, everybody everybody understands that. But I always thought offensive linemen they understand the name. That's that's part of the deal. Yep. And now it's better than it used to be. Guards are making big money, so the offensive linemen there are doing go. better now than they ever have, right? Absolutely. No, yeah, no, just so, finally getting the respect that they deserve. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, I guess. Um, okay. 
But no, it's. I would have liked uh, to have seen. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have liked to have seen Jordan Love uh, get one in there at the end of that game. I think that would have been interesting for a everybody that covers the team. I think it would have been a fun little side story. But it would have been. I just yeah. thought it would have been real fun for for him and for some positive vibes coming out of here. And unfortunately, yeah. Well, it would have been even better if it had been a touchdown pass to Randall Cobb. That would have been just special. Oh, baby. That would have been yeah. good. And they had that one good pass. He had that one nice pass. Can't sure. take that away. Yeah. It wasn't a touchdown. All no, right, let's go to can't. the callers. Nope. You can say whatever you want according to me, but Tausch being the Packer Hall of Famer, even if he wasn't, uh, he can stop you whenever he wants because he's Tausch. And we had his opening statement. Can't wait till it goes on Twitter tomorrow. The best two minutes for Packers. And uh, it'll be there. Uh, Ron in Sheboygan, you're on 94.5 ESPN. This Just is wait, Pack where's Attack. Wait, where's Sugar Free? Um, he said he couldn't make it. No, not Sugar Free. There's a, well, the other like guy, the I can't remember his name, Phil so just or wait. whatever. Uh, Shug doesn't show up, neither do the Packers. All right, fair enough. Whoa. I'm not holding anybody no. responsible. If I was Shugs, I ain't calling in. But uh, you have a higher Shug's standard either. to many things. Ron. Go ahead. You're not Shugs. You're not. I think it's Phil who used to always call in first. He said he was busy, and he gave me a text, uh, which I will read at some point. Okay. Yes, Ron. Trying to uh, figure out who's most to blame here, right? Is that kind of the premise of the be the first part of the show? Sure. Uh, who's, who's most yeah. to blame? Yeah. Whatever uh, you want to do is okay. fine. I can tell you this. I know that I speak for a large segment of the Packer fan base when I tell you a lot of this probably the, look there's plenty of blame to go around a lot of this is on Aaron Rodgers and I'll, I'll explain to you why why okay. we think that okay. you can go as long as you it want is, until Tausch has had enough go ahead okay hey, go ahead yeah well this is this is why Aaron Rodgers basically tore into this team in the offseason. Eh, maybe not directly, but indirectly through his surrogates. And we all heard it. We all know what was said. And it kind of got brushed under the carpet once he reported to minicamp or to, to training camp. And it was all kind of forgotten. It's not forgotten in Aaron Rodgers' mind. And I don't know if you guys saw the pregame interview, but the bitterness is still there. A lot of eyes, 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 and knees in the pregame interview. Um, and again, I want you guys to think about this. Your marriage... Your wife all of a sudden says, mm, you know what? The culture here isn't that great. I I'm thinking about going elsewhere. And then she starts flirting around with other teams, and it's starting to become public. And it starts to become a distraction within your household. That doesn't go away, especially if, you if, if your wife continues with this bitterness. Even if you do a makeup, and you go to counseling, those things almost never work themselves out ever again the way they once were. And that's what I see here. I think that this team was shell-shocked today, and I think it was because there's probably some differences in that locker room, and there's probably some issues going on behind the scenes that we don't even know. You cannot pull what you pulled in the offseason and then come back and play this way and not have people start thinking that has a major effect on this team. Not just Aaron Rodgers, but the entire team. So that's where I think the blame lies. This started back in February. 
back or back in April, I mean, when before the draft. That's when this all started, and now we're seeing the fruition of it. Maybe it changes. Maybe things get better. But I'm telling you, that that was as ugly a Packer game as you could ever imagine for a team that went up against a team that had no secondary left, all brand-new wide receivers, a new quarterback, and they were forced out of their home to go to a different location to play the opening game. It was set yeah. up, as, and it was 35,000 Packer fans there. It was set up as perfect as you can get for an on-the-road opening game. Ron, you have sold it well. You have sold it well, and I'm curious to hear what Tausch has to say because then I will follow up with his thoughts. But well done. Thanks for calling in. 1-800-990-3776. Very reasonable. Uh, very rational. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could disagree with yep. it terribly. But my point is, he he had his emotions totally under control. Uh, take it away, yeah, I, Tausch. Yeah, I actually think I know you like putting my two-minute thing up on Twitter. I thought his kind of two-minute, I don't fully agree with it, like his analogy with marriage and things I don't like agree that. with it at all and I'll explain why I think yeah. it's garbage but yeah no I, I, I disagree with that also but what I will say is do I think that in the offseason that was a big distraction yes do I think everybody in that locker room including his coaching staff was excited to say the least for him to come back of course they were and to act as if that's why they lost today I don't think that's the case are there underlying issues? I did not get a chance to see the Aaron Andrews, Aaron Rodgers interview today, so I can't comment on that. But there are issues. There's no I don't think anybody can question that. You you see it, you listen to him, you listen to his opening presser when he reported, obviously, but there's also not a doubt in my mind that when, since he came back, he was going to be all in on football. They stunk today, they got beat. Now, is that going to be the case if the season goes like this? Hey, go at it. It's fair game. One game, these things do happen. You hate it that it's the opening day. But from for blame, Aaron Rodgers, yes, the blame is right at his doorstep. You put him and Matt LaFleur and you want to put Joe Barry, it's a collective effort. I do disagree, though, with the, the fact that the Aaron Rodgers offseason is what led us to this point. I just think that no preseason, poor game plan, Outcoached, out executed on all counts, and Aaron played one of his poor games as a Green Bay Packer. I think that's more where this blame would lie than what happened this offseason. Yeah, I would join totally, and I like the analogy. I know you like analogies. The problem when he went to the marriage analogy, you please, you please have to understand the Packers know this privately, and they can't say so. Aaron Rodgers is always pissed about something. He's never happy. He's always mad about something. And so for him to be mad, or if your wife is always mad, uh, then you get accustomed to it, and it isn't as big a deal. Um, and uh, he showed up before training camp, when training camp started, and he's a fabulous teammate. His teammates like him, and they, they just totally blew that off. It was, it was a distraction, yep. but... But came to work, and once he shows up, he's a great teammate. They love him as a teammate. They like everything about him. So that's just Aaron being Aaron, and they, they're fine with it. And so uh, I thought that it would be brought up. And given the performance, Ron can hold that opinion and defend it. I just don't sure. think it applies. Um, 
Because, as I said, the best-kept secret that the Packers and Mark Murphy and Goody haven't said is when everybody talks like Aaron Rodgers was mad last year, like, he's always mad about something. And you've worked with people, and you like them. They're just some people. There's, there's always something irritating Aaron Rodgers. Well, after a while, when he's irritated about something, it doesn't bother you. If I was doing yeah, anything, just, I'd try to irritate him now to make him more he'd play better. Get him in a little matter. Do something really irritate him. Because he, he's fine, well, and that's part of who he is. Yeah, it just it did seem like, you know, we we hear him on McAfee all the time with the Zen and he's reading books and uh, it just yeah. felt like today he got away from that part of it. He looked agitated and rustled and just never in control. And Aaron Rodgers always in control. And mm-hmm. he didn't look that way today, which was different. Yep. Than what you accustomed yeah. to seeing. No, it, it, it just, I said it very early on in the game. It reminded me of two years ago when he actually, I thought, played better than people gave me. Nobody was open. I mean, the whole great thing about last year, we argued, or I did, like, well, he didn't do much. Everybody's open. And, and when they had the four-man rush, or you said three sometimes, and from the very beginning, no one was open. And as you stated, it wasn't like, given that, that there was an attempt by LaFleur to really go running, run instead on their second possession. They were the only two back-to-back plays. Dylan got six. Dylan got six. They then passed five times in a row. And the next time they had the ball, they held it more. They passed almost every time then. Uh, and so the number of runs were almost didn't exist even when they had two good ones in a row. Um, so uh, I would say, given my expectations for the emotion, Ron, Ron held it in and, and, and sold it well. Uh, let's go to uh, Harry from Madison. You're on 94.5 ESPN. Oh, Harry dropped off. Yeah, he was going to say that Rodgers reminded him of uh, another quarterback. But uh, By the way, Touch, can I ask you one question? Did you watch Wisconsin? Yeah. I know you did because you're part of Okay. That was to the point where I thought Barry Alvarez might call in and say, you know, I was even thinking they could pass more. Um, <laughs> that was that was Bo Shem... I, 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 I thought if he could have, Paul Christ would have never passed the ball. No. Just we're going to run every uh, time. We com- every play. No. We commented on that, and there is, you know, Coach Alvarez would go games where we'd do that, and, you know, whether it was Mike Samuel or Bollinger, yeah. where you just run the ball all day. I ain't lying yep. to you, Matt LaFleur could have used a little bit of that today. Well put. All right, Larry, our great Packer fan or fake Packer fan. He won't have to deal with Tony Smith. So can't wait here. Uh, uh, Tausch, if you didn't know this, Larry actually predicted the Packers would lose one game this season. I don't believe he said New Orleans by 38-3 to in Jacksonville. So I'm curious. <laughs> Did you ask him? What, Larry? Did you ask we're him? We're going to find out. We're gonna, yeah, I think I can't remember what game he picked because I thought it was such insanity. Yeah. I said, you're smoking crack with your grandma. I didn't care which game he picked. All right, Larry from California, there's no one more loving and positive about the Green Bay Packers. Take it away, Larry. Yeah, Mark and, and, and Homer, yes, I did predict one loss, but it was more down the road against Baltimore. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You know, his new look, the way he looks – and the way he was conducting that interview with uh, Aaron Andrews, uh, I got to believe this guy has checked out as the Packer quarterback. 
I really think he's on his way out because I heard a story today from Denver Broncos. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported that they Broncos do want to get Aaron into their camp. And uh, they're, they're going to wait to probably the end of the season. But I, I think there's going to be some Wait sort of a minute. i got to interrupt there. No kidding. I'd like to report. Homer is reporting that literally every NFL team would like to get Aaron Rodgers in their camp. Or we'll make a list. Come on. Well, no, Homer, I think the changing of the guard is going to happen earlier. I, I'm, I, look, I'm All a right. diehard Packer fan, and I wanted Aaron to finish the season. But the way things are going, he looked so disheveled on the sideline today. You don't want him to – you don't want him – he just looks like he needs to, to, to wash his hair. But aside from that, um, <laughs> you – you think no, I you don't think want him Homer, to finish the Homer, season? Homer, Come, did you just, Homer, Tosh, correct did he me just if I'm make wrong. some reference? Be quiet, Larry. Think, Tosh, did no, no, you no. just hear him say? I, Go ahead. I think he has Aaron Rodgers being traded, which I've heard already. Oh. Florio put oh. something out on Pro Football Talk, an oh. in-season trade. I do not think, just for the record, that ain't happening, Captain. That ain't happening. Zero percent chance. Less than zero percent chance. Is that what you wanted to ask, Larry? Was that what you were saying, that it was going to be a trade? Yeah, when's the trading deadline? <laughs> Larry, Seven are you still there? Jordan Love era beginning earlier than they anticipated because that's hey, what's going to happen. There are people that think that I just happen to not even remotely be in that camp. But I get it. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, uh, he didn't look very – look, he wasn't happy with Devontae Adams on the sideline when they were sitting on the bench. Uh, you know, I, I mean, where was Randall Cobb most of the game? He wasn't even around till the fourth quarter when Jordan Love was in. I mean, I, I don't know. This team looks like that they do have internal problems. And I think, you know, they don't I'm, have I'm wrong for saying problems. that Joe Barry might be – Wait a minute. Stop, defensive. stop. All right, let me ask Tausch. Tausch. Do you believe this team has internal problems, yes or no? At this point, no. Uh, but I will say I think there's some issues with Zadarius Smith going on. I think there's obviously there's still issues with Goody and Aaron Rodgers and Mark Murphy. I think there's still Devontae issues there. Adams. But yeah. as far as is there issues with Matt LaFleur, this team, and Aaron Rodgers going, hey, he played poor today. And when he plays poor, he is going to be criticized. And with the offseason he had and how it played out, there is going to be questions that otherwise would have never been asked of him. And that, I believe, is fair game. All right, Larry, you get the last word because you're a great Packer fan. What's the record going to be now for the season? You know what? They might lose four or five games now. I mean, I was really, I was really going on a limb when I said sixteen to one because I'm a diehard fan. But you know, they might win twelve, thirteen still. I mean, that whole division's going to have all. Wow. Every team's going to have one loss so this right was away. A so. four, this was a four-loss game. Oh, <laughs> wow! Larry, thanks for the call. Wow, hey, that's and a great question. Homer, what's great? What? What's great? about the NFL and why everybody is so intrigued in the drama. We saw it Thursday night. Even though we got spanked today, nobody anticipated that. It's beautiful because every week is a new story. It's a new yeah. chapter. And this was one of those you don't want to put in your book. But sometimes blank happens. You put it in the book. And by Wednesday, we're on to Detroit. Well, I can tell you this. 
I got money that I'm going to make because I picked the Brewers to win the division at 4-1 to one odds. I'm going to Chicago before the game against the Lions, and I'm putting four times my norm on the Green Bay Packers. I don't care what the point spread is. They're covering the point spread, and Detroit came back and only lost by, what, like six points? They were way behind. This is the lock of the century. The Green Bay Packers in the next game, whatever. They'll probably be favored by, what, eight or nine points against the Lions, well, at least? I ain't going to lie to you. Yep. I thought today, in a pseudo-home game, I thought today was a lock. And yeah. unfortunately for me and some of my pals, it wasn't a lock. Yeah. And it didn't turn out. So, so Double down. Uh, while double I down get what on the next game. Well, well, I get what you're saying. I'm and the fact that Detroit stinks, they need, Green Bay needs a monster bounce back. All indicators would say they would. But if this is what this team's going to be, they ain't going to beat anybody. But again, but, but it's not. one week. They're not. I understand that. I'm not saying they are. Right. Homer, I'm not saying they are, and I do I think that they're going to win next week? I do. But, I again, I didn't recognize this offense. This isn't Uh, what we signed up for as Packer fans from an offensive standpoint. Mm -hmm. Defensively, we haven't seen Joe Barry. There were question marks. Question marks about Sedarius in the pass rush, and unfortunately, none of the answers were good on that end. But this, I didn't. I don't think anybody could have. I don't even think Sean Payton could have anticipated what he saw today. I don't. Would you say even Joe Barry couldn't have anticipated? I mean, he's seen it many times before. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Well, well. I'm not talking about giving up 38. I'm telling you, um, if Sean Payton, you asked Sean points. Payton, he had to put money down. That the Green Bay Packers are going to score ten plus, he would have bet his farm. I don't know if he has a yeah. farm either, but he would have bet whatever that they were going to score more than ten points. I'm with you. Somebody's got to get me the uh, line. Uh, what the Packers are favored against the Lions doesn't matter. No, you don't need to get it to. It doesn't matter. I'm driving to Chicago. Four times the norm on the Green Bay Packers. Why you dr- to don't cover. drive all the way to Chicago. Well, you don't have to drive all the way to Chicago. You can just. Go I can't right on the bet illegally. Right. No, you can well, no, go right it's on the old... border. Well, no, I don't have to. They have a nice sports casino at O'Hare, so it's not that far across the border. Just no, a few but minutes. you can it's just nice get place. in. I think you, once you cross that geo line, you can yes, pop then a you bet can do it on your then. phone. You can do it on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a social guy. I like I like walking into the sports bar. But yes, I could save myself what probably 20 minutes each way. All right. But then you have to have an online account. This way, you just bring some okay. cash. Yeah, it sounds complicated. That sounds complicated. Yeah. Alright, here we go. 1-800-990-3776. Uh, there'll be no hi- no more highlights from the game uh, unless uh, we can find the tackle, or if they even made any mention of the tackle by Jenkins uh, after oh, the interception. 38-3. to The Packers are embarrassed. This is Packadak Homer along with Tausch. You're next. Pack Attack continues after this on ESPN Wisconsin. A wide array of great opportunities abound at Waste Management. I started out in our call center and now I'm in. From the NPD Group 2020. The Pack is back. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. 
This is Pack Attack with Homer and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. lose 38 to 3 it's an appropriate score that's how dominant the New Orleans Saints were over the Green Bay Packers even in Jacksonville Homer along with the Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher we have people waiting uh, unless Tausch you wish to open with any additional thought that has crossed your mind nope let's hear from the people all right Sean in Sun Prairie you're on pack attack with the Hall of Famer I always work with Hall of Famers this is great Mark Tauscher and me Yes, Sean. Hey, Homer. How's it going? It's going terribly. Um, though I have actually moved on. I refuse to believe the team is this bad. So this is one of those where, um, you know, the only surprising part, as Tao said, was Rodgers playing that horribly. And I have no concern or worry about Aaron Rodgers at all. Uh, my concern for Joe Barry is no different than it's been from day one. So thanks for asking. So, How about you? Yeah. So my, I'm doing well. Um, that was the biggest waste of three hours of my time all weekend. And uh, had it not been for Jordan Love going into the fourth quarter, I would have walked away from it as well. But um, at the end of the day, when your coach says, how prepared is your team for the week? And you say, I don't know. That's a failure on the coach. Um, and and a, quite frankly, a junk answer. I mean, no no kidding they got blown out today, 33-3. I mean, they, they weren't prepared. They haven't been prepared. And, you know, I think it's also crap that they took out Rodgers and Adams at the end of the game. I mean, they need the time. They need the time to get the reps in. I, I, I think this stems from LaFleur. It's his fault. He hired uh, Joe Barry and didn't have the team ready. So um, everyone had to sit through that, and it was nationally televised, and uh, the Packers off their mark. Hey, Sean, before you go, uh do you think that this is just the fact no preseason play? Because I've been hearing that a lot. You need to play in the preseason. Does that change your is that your mentality as well? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to go through at least a quarter to get the kinks out. And had the Packers, you know, had the rusty first quarter and then bounced back in the second, I'd be like, okay, they got it out. But clearly they weren't ready for anything. I mean, Jamison Winston is James Winston isn't a great quarterback. That ball he threw to the wide open wide receiver, that's a defensive schematic. And by the way, he almost overthrew him. That receiver had to make a spectacular catch. And I thought everything came easy for them. And, you know, we're hearing about how great our, our defense rush is going to be and our edge. I don't think they touched them all day. Um, so it's the defense, it's the coach. Not having the team ready is what we saw today. But, you know, quite honestly, I also think um, Rodgers, Adams, and Smith are cancers on the team. Um, You let one person, you know, fly with it a little, the other takes it. I mean, why does Devontae Adams have to say, uh, I'm like at the beginning of the season, I'm not going to sign a contract, I'm not going to negotiate a contract deal with this team uh, during the season. Like, it just puts a, a poor taste in everyone's mouth. But you saw Rodgers do it. Darius Smith uh, is doing it, whether that's publicly or privately, but we all know it's happening. And when, you know, the patients aren't happy, um, you, they take over the hospital. And I just, it, 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 no one's in control of this team right now. And that's just 
uh, pretty uh, apparent in my eyes watching that game. Okay, thanks for the call, Sean. I thanks. did want to mention because yeah, I wanted I, to look about with Tauschen uh, about the yeah. Lafleur. Last year they started the season the four and zero, and the year before that they were three and one. In fact, they went seven and one. So, however, Matt Lafleur has approached things uh, in the past in a short time in Green Bay. It's worked really well, uh, and I guess maybe they played people a little less in the preseason, but. Uh, my guess is LaFour thought he had figured out how to get his team to play well early in the season, and uh, he hasn't really experienced. The only loss they, uh, the only loss he had had in the first four weeks of the season was his first year they lose to Philadelphia 34-27. So uh, uh, it's easy for me to assume that LaFleur thought he had things figured out and that yeah, – um, go ahead. You know, I agree. I think that he – I think they, you know, when Jordy Nelson blew his knee out five, six years ago, I think the organization and Aaron kind of looked at preseason in a different way. And I think Matt LaFleur, you're 100% right, felt like, you know what, we have a certain way we go about doing things. There might be a little bit of rust we got to knock off, but we will be okay. And they hadn't lost a, a home. They had not lost a opener in six years. I think the last time was maybe in Seattle. So, the way they've approached it has worked in the past. Uh, as far as Sean talking about Devontae, Devontae just said he wasn't going to have it signed by this Sunday. The structure of this, he's not said one time that he will not play for Green Bay after this season. That has not come out of his mouth. Thanks for the call. 1-800-990-3776. He used to be sugar-free. What is he now? What do you call him, uh, Taos? I forgot. I'm sorry. Sug. Sugarless? Sug. Sug. No, just Sug. It is much just better. Shug. Shug, you're on Pack Attack with the Hall of Famer and Homer. Go ahead, Shug. Oh, man. I wanted to listen to some of these callers. That's why I didn't call in right away. I mean, level-headed right now. Okay, level-headed. We were 13-3, and 13-3. and three. Um, it's, it's like what you're talking about. We didn't have a preseason. Uh, the defense really looked bad early. We were behind. Um I mean, the defense really does look bad. I mean, I texted you, Homer, and I said, no containment. I mean, early in that game, there was no containment. So if you want to blame anybody, you blame the defense. And then, you know, uh, obviously the offense didn't look well. Uh, but it's one game, and, uh, and and I'm really, really disappointed in uh, in Larry and Kelly. Totally disappointed. Five games is going to cut off of a one game. You remember, remember what I predicted last uh, year? Shug, you didn't, you didn't listen to me. No one can be held responsible for anything they say today. Now, if Larry calls into the show yeah, tomorrow well, uh, then and says the same thing, then he will be held responsible. But you get a pass. I, no, I think he was. I think, uh, I think he I, overreacted a little bit. This is, this is what happens when you cut out added sugar. You can be level-headed constantly, okay? And all these other people, I mean. I mean Dude, I'm, I I'm having some added these, sugar. When I, I go mean, home, I'm crazy? getting some pinwheels and some milk, and I'm going to have at least six. Go ahead. Did Shug leave? Yeah, you started talking pinwheels, and I think Shug. Because Shug usually, correct me if I'm wrong, Homer, I did the show with you last year. Shug usually yeah. is the first caller, and he's usually yeah. got a lot of 
stuff that he wants to get off his head. Yep. I love the fact he's very rational tonight. And for be, getting beat 30 by 35, I do think it's always easier to accept when you get beat when it's just a throttling like that in comparison to one or two plays. You look back and say, boy, that would have made the difference. That would None of these plays would have made the difference tonight. Even the Zadaria Smith Savage play, would that have changed and maybe had a different complexion? Yeah, but Green Bay was still in big trouble. So I think most fans, there are now going to be more magnifying glasses on Aaron Rodgers and how he's leading this football team than there was prior to this because everybody was so relieved that he came back. And let's make this last dance, as he put it. Well, the last dance was a stumble. Now let's see what you get going. It's only one, but it was a real doozy to get the season started. 1-800-990-3776. This is Pack Attack. We'll get to more of your calls. It hasn't changed. It's still 38-3 to New Orleans. You're next. Back with Pack Attack coming up on ESPN Wisconsin. It's Pack Attack with Homer and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We will play no highlights from the game because there were no highlights from the game. This is Pack Attack. 38-3, the Packers lose in Jacksonville to New Orleans. And I mention that because certainly playing in Jacksonville had to be viewed as a plus given how tough it can be to hear sometimes when you're playing uh, New Orleans on the road. Uh, Dan Needles uh, states this was the Packers' worst loss in a season opener in 51 years since they lost to the Lions 40 to nothing in the 1970 season opener. Whoa. That's a long time. Uh, Tausch, I thought the Discount Liquor Twitter poll question could be, we want to make a change, uh, who do you blame the most LaFleur, for, the, for, the, uh, for the Titanic performance? Um, LaFleur, the defense, or Rodgers, or what? Uh, what? Those are the three oh, things I, like I just want to make poll. sure. Yeah. I think you those could would put LaFleur, Rodgers, or Joe, Joe Barry. Put but those but I'm not sure everybody knows who Joe Barry, new defensive coordinator well, put Joe, Joe Barry. Joe Barry, defensive coordinator. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, and uh, I think based Rod, on just, and Homer, judging yeah. by the calls, and I Rogers think just general, win. yeah, which yeah. I disagree with. I put this on Matt Lafleur's doorstep tonight. Totally, I'm voting Lafleur. Yeah, so am I because everything failed. Everything. Yeah, wasn't one thing. There's no, and and again, the part the part that actually worries me the most is. Watching that are you offense. At a country music festival, or where are you? I am. Yes, yes. That I have a huge Sounds contingent good. of followers here. The music they pick is good. There was a little piano man in our last segment, and I, I, I got to admit, I, I like kind of got distracted a little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay. The most famous song in my life because I actually had never purchased an album, and I heard it on the freeway in Los Angeles when I was living there, and I got off the road and looked for the first, the nearest record store to buy that album, Piano Man. So, um, But anyway, uh, your, your, uh, your uh, thought was accurate. Uh, um, I, I'm worried or concerned most about nobody being open. 
Now, it may just have been that I underestimated New Orleans' offense, but that, that to me, was the issue two years ago because I, I believe Rodgers played way better than he's being given credit to for because nobody was open all year. Last year, everybody was open. So, I don't – you tell me, I guess that's on the floor, that I would have thought they could lose this game. I would have thought they could score a few points, whatever, but I just didn't anticipate. And it was it – was, it was clear from the very early first couple of messages, like the receivers aren't open. They're always open. Somebody's open. Nobody's open. And they, they gave him uh, a lot of time. So I thought maybe they're pulling off uh, and can do exactly what Tampa Bay did. But uh, I will, I, I'm curious to what your thoughts is. How do you explain that part of the offense, which I don't know if it ever occurred in a game last se- an entire game last season? Well, I think you could look at Tampa down there in the first crack at them. Yes, they got but killed. Again, this is a offense that you need to run the football. All those bootlegs yeah. that, if you remember last year, Green Bay went down to New Orleans on a Sunday night and ran bootleg after bootleg. And Sean Payton couldn't figure out how to stop their defensive corner. They couldn't figure out how to stop any of the play-action pass. Well, when you can't 30. run the football, and yeah. I know, Homer, you don't think running the football is that important. I We've had this discussion for years. When you can't do that and nobody cares or thinks that you're going to stick to it, you can keep your ends wide. You can put pressure on the quarterback by you know, bringing a, a linebacker off the edge or whatever it might be. And a lot of those easy throws and getting into a good rhythm, it didn't happen tonight. And that's why I put the game... On Matt LaFleur, just as we praised him last year, coming up with that did, scheme yes. without Devontae, and Alan Lazard was fantastic, Aaron Jones was great, all of the stuff that happened last year, none of that happened tonight. And Sean Payton uh, made the adjustments, obviously looked at how Green Bay approaches mm-hmm. it first game of the year, all that time to prepare, and it was an old-fashioned whooping. Yeah, it's a great point. I'd like to go back. I'm not to watch the old tape, but like to see uh, the difference between New Orleans last year and this year. Because yeah, it was it was it was early in the season, third game of the season at New Orleans, one thirty-seven thirty. So something something changed. Uh, I do want to be on the record since you'd like to bring it up, and you're still going to bring it up. My view on running. Passing is more important than running. That's what I've attempted to state, and is still the case. In fact, passing has become so much more important than running that coaches have adjusted and now recognizing the defenses that have been used that specialize in stopping the pass. They're now running the ball more, and you have these offenses like LaFleur, which run the ball, but again, running is still not more important than passing. Running is being used more often because of the defenses being set up. So while they run more, they're still nowhere near teams that focus on running more important than passing. If you ask Matt LaFleur, what's the key to the offense? The key is passing. Now, he has adjusted and new coaches have. Nah, he others, wouldn't tell you uh, that. The, the, where? Because he, I don't, what he says publicly. I'm just saying what he would say privately. Okay, fair um, The reason right. you run the way it's been done, and they've adjusted. You're right. Running has become more important than it used to, given the changes in defenses. But the running is still being done as a way to set up the pass. Correct. So, Correct. I'm okay. not arguing that. This this right. isn't 1980s uh, option football, but being able to run the football and win, that means you have a good offensive line. 
That means you can dictate to the defense what you're doing. You can get into certain coverages. There's just a lot that goes into being able to do that. And when you can't, guys don't get open as easily. People can bracket coverage and do different things to Devontae Adams that when you have Aaron Jones going and Dylan going, you have to, you get to dictate what you want to do. Green Bay never did that tonight, and they didn't even try. And I have not listened to Matt LaFleur's presser. I haven't seen anything on Twitter. I would guarantee you, I'll bet you whatever you want, at whatever odds you want, first thing he's going to say is, I failed our group tonight by not sticking with the run. Guarantee it. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Uh, I don't believe that he will start with um, sticking with the run. He will start with, this is on me, I failed on my team. To but have them that's ready to a play. Part of and what then he, he, Did, he will get yeah. to the running part, yes. Yeah. I mean, he, it's this all is, part of the same I mean, it's if you were coach, any, anybody who was the coach of this team would say, you know, this one's on me. This is all on me. Uh, any coach that's <laughs> worth a lick would, for sure. Yep. Um, but again, uh, I'm. Uh, I, I'm I'm not worried. I mean, I have the same worries I had and I will have all year, and that is. Uh, about the defense, but um, I just, I, I just, I know you have to run the ball, but even if they're doing everything wrong, I just thought there'd be receivers open some of the time, and I think that maybe is a little bit what surprised what surprised Rodgers. But I, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I, I'm, I'm incapable yeah, of believing on. that they're anywhere close to this bad. They can't be this bad. They're not this bad. No, I, I don't right. think. I honestly, I think. Uh, if you ask what your biggest concern is, it's going to be defense. Because I don't think anybody anticipates the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers healthy at quarterback and Devontae and Aaron Jones and Tunyon and everybody else that they're only going to score three points. I'll Right now, if you want to bet me whatever you want, I'll bet you they don't go another game that they only score three points. Any, right. any they're gonna takers? Put, they're going to put 30-plus against the run. Uh, I might even go 40 um, but I'll go uh, that thirty-five plus against the Lions next. But yeah, they're not going to get three points. There's um, what I will say this, and uh, I can ask you if I was a caller. Um, um, Tausch, I always liked the way you play. You were really good. Um, but Thanks. how do you explain? I really like you as a caller. Uh, tell me more. How? Yeah. How? It might be that this is all actually what's going on with Rodgers and that because. Here's Matt LaFleur. I mean, he has excelled at having his team ready. The last two years as head coach, they were 3-0 and and 4-0. And now they not only lose, they lose 38-3. How can you convince me that there isn't something different going on of all those things mentioned? Because there's no other way. That's the only thing that's changed. In the last two years, there, there wasn't any of this crap going on. Now we have all this crap. And the team, under the same coach, changes dramatically. How can you come up with anything other than this stuff must be making a difference? Uh, You know what? Here's what I would say. First game of the season, we're playing it on the road. I know it was a pseudo-home game. Uh, by the, the way, good last two years were on the road playoff, as well at Chicago. That and was Minnesota, a playoff so, yeah. team last year. Mm-hmm. We didn't get the work in in the preseason that we'd love to. Okay. We didn't get to put in the offseason we wanted to. And you know what? We stunk just like Matt LaFleur just said. Because okay. privately they can think another thing. 
the message is this is a blip. This is a one-game one deal. We have a lot of things we got to clean up and correct because today stunk. I don't think you get into anything else. I, I don't think you have to I know, get into they, anything they else. Don't. That was enough. They don't, but I'm asking you. If I, I mean, I, I'm asking you because I want to have an answer because I don't have one. Like, they started on the road the last two years. They won. Uh, I don't have the an answer. First, they, they won. So the, the only answer is maybe this stuff has made a difference. They're going to have to prove us wrong because right now that's the best explanation. Under a, under a coach in his first two years, you go 7-1 and one in your first eight games, and you played on the road. You did fine. Now you have all this other stuff going on, and you get – Get killed thirty-eight to three on the road. I'm going to. I have to assume that all this other crap is the difference because nothing else is different other than that. Now, if I'm wrong, fine. Then show me the next three weeks that we can then say this was just one of those weird games. Because until they do, the correct assumption is this weird stuff that's been going on in the entire off season has affected the quality of the performance of this football team. Because they kept all the same players. They get so Homer. Here's the deal, and you know yep. this as an athlete. When you put all that out there, and it wasn't—I know Aaron mm-hmm. didn't want to put it out there. At least that's what he said. You open yourself up to to criticism, and you open yourself yeah. up to these questions. Where if you don't do that, it's hey, we stunk today. But now because this off season went the way it did. There are, I know a lot of fans that feel this way. We've had a few callers that have called in and said that. There are fans and people that feel he's checked out, that he's not all in, and I couldn't disagree more. They, hey, he played poorly today. No quite, real poorly. Do I expect that to be the case throughout this season? I don't. But when you have a performance like that, and you have an offseason like that, and you do an interview with Aaron Andrews that I have not seen, but I'm just l- listening to what people are saying. He said, "I you all open the time yourself up. No, you what? open yourself up to that critique, and until you prove otherwise, that critique is fair game." Ooh, that might be your best two minutes. You got to leave on that. Yeah, just, just, just drop the mic. You, you, you can't. I mean, maybe you can do better if you want to, but uh, just drop the mic. It's been nice having you, Tausch. See, you, See you next Monday. Bye. That might make the first two minutes. Jason Willie still to come. This is Pack Attack, thirty-eight to three. Yeah, I don't believe it's the case. I'm like Tausch, but I, I, I can't defend the position. How do I defend the position? Everything else was the same except weird stuff in the off season. And unlike the first two years when a Matt LaFleur team was outstanding at the beginning of the year, not just the first game, but the first four games, 7-1, and one, they not only lost, they lost by 35 points. Until they prove me right, I have to accept I'm wrong in thinking it hasn't been a factor. Next. More Pack Attack coming up on ESPN Wisconsin.